dissolved the council permanently. Last remnants of the old republic have been swept away. What's up, you move milkers? You are listening to the Imperial Senate Podcast. I am your host, Claire Stribling, and with me today is my delightful co-host from across the pond, Mr. Charlie Ashby. What's new in your life, man? I'm barely here. It's <laughs> <laughs> about right. Me too, man. I'm so tired. <laughs> we, we, we are very tired. As you can probably tell, we haven't really released an episode recently, and that's because we're so tired. <laughs> We're so tired, so much work, and, 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 yeah, wow, this is gonna be a really great podcast if I can't even complete a sentence, <laughs> oh my god. It's just a mixture of people, things, and life. It's just been a very, very stressful time, everything's miserable. How have you been? <laughs> Put celebrations around the corner. <laughs> I've been good, I've been uh, working a lot doing some home renovation when I'm not working, so that's been busy. And uh, other than that, you know, I've been sleeping and working. So really so thrilling over here. <laughs> so you're a regular Tim Allen. <laughs> that's right. I've been, I am Tim Allen. I don't know if you you're, knew that. Like, I'm Tim Allen in a tiny female body. If you don't get that reference, basically Claire jumped on a giant ball the other day and ran around the ceiling. Sorry, that's already it. Yeah. Oh my god! <laughs> oh Jesus! Yep, yeah, that's that exactly what happened. <laughs> no, <laughs> I've been doing a lot of spackling and painting and ripping up carpet, and I feel so sore and so tired. <laughs> but did you get rid of the body in the end? Oh, of course I did, Charlie. Do would, would you expect anything less of me? I always Look, get sorry. rid of the evidence. I know, huh? you, I know you're a professional. Duh. <laughs> well, I guess uh, you're probably wondering why Nikki isn't here this week, and that answers your question. <laughs> That's right. We are now down to three co-hosts, and Nikki is not one of them. He has gone suspiciously missing. Nah, he's just got to work. That's all. <laughs> yeah. He's got a job or something. Ugh. Ugh. What, what, what's that? Yeah, it's fine. I mean, Don't make time for us, Nikki. It's whatever. I mean, he's spending his day with Lego, so I feel like he's winning. That's actually really true. <laughs> I want to make Legos today. <laughs> Me too. Should we just quit? Yeah. It's been a good episode, guys. So if you want to follow us on Twitter... I'm just kidding. <laughs> but <laughs> that sounds much better. Maybe I'll go pick up some Legos after this. <laughs> oh, man. But yeah, should let's, we get into uh, let's the... Let's go to the news. Yeah, let's go into the news and stuff. So uh, the... Brand spanking new novel, Queen's Shadow, written by E.K. Johnston, the author of the Ahsoka novel. Uh, that was released in the United States on March 5th, and I'm actually not sure what date it came out in the UK. But don't you worry, your pretty little heads, people. We will be discussing it in great detail in an upcoming episode of the Senate Library, because Padme is Pad Bay. So yeah. Have you uh, started reading it, Charlie? No, but I do have it. Um, I, like I said, like with the podcast, I just hadn't had time, but I'm going to start read, uh, reading it this weekend. I'm excited. Um, I'm a bit apprehensive as well, because I think I've talked about this before. I, I had to give up on the Ahsoka book. Mm. But here's the thing, okay? See, I just couldn't get into it. And I don't know whether that was a, a me problem or the book problem. Because recently I 
I've just been struggling to read. I've been buying loads of books the last two years. I've been struggling to read any of them. Um, and I I found out since we last recorded that I need glasses. <laughs> so <laughs> that might be the issue. I'm not sure. I'm going to have to go back to Ahsoka at some point again. Um, and if it is my fault, I do apologize. But I am excited for Queen Shadow. I've heard some good stuff about it. And it's Padme, so, you know. Yeah, girl. She's Padme. She is Padme. Yeah, I had the same uh, concerns as you, Charlie, because I I finished the Ahsoka novel, so uh, I'm better than you. Uh, just kidding. Um, I actually, I got through the Ahsoka novel, but I didn't love it. It was fine. Um, there were certain things in it that I enjoyed, but the over... The story overall just didn't really excite or captivate me, um, but it was it was fine, and I'm glad I, I learned a little bit more about Ahsoka's journey. But um, I have finished the Queen's Shadow novel; it is done, and I will probably read it again before we uh, discuss it because I I really enjoyed it. I enjoyed it a lot, and um, without giving anything away. Um, it made me feel really, really good because it kind of, it gave us more information on Naboo's culture, on um, the workings of the Senate as a whole. It gave us more information about the handmaidens and gave them faces and names and distinct personalities and interests. And and it had some legit drama going on. And it's it was nice because we've, in the, in Attack of the Clones and in Revenge of the Sith, Padme's already an established senator when we see her and it's nice to see her learn and grow and not and start from the bottom and have to figure it out um and so you learn a lot about how awesome she is and how hard she works to get where she is so anyway i enjoyed it and i look forward to talking more about it with you man because it's i think you're really gonna like it well i'm excited i mean it's, it's padme like i said before anything of padme uh, to quote Ben Middleton, I'll take Amidala gladly. <laughs> <laughs> um, <yeah>. Agreed. <laughs> <laughs> also, I, I, one of the things I'm looking forward to as well is the hand, the handmaidens because, oh, dude, <laughs> I've just yeah, I'm amped for that. I like hearing more about those characters, and I mean, what, what else can you say? It, these are the most badass people in the galaxy and we get to hear a little bit more about it. And it fills a little gap that I've always been interested in. Um, and I think that Luke's almost starting to go into it a bit more now is the whole idea of the prequel trilogy not just being about the Clone Wars. There's this big gap pre and post Phantom Menace that, you know, would be delicious. It is delicious. Every little scrumptious morsel that you get in this about the prequel era in general and you know just the cultures of different planets and and uh the workings of the senate they're all scrumptious i'll say that scrumdiddlyumptious that's a good word thank you thank you that's totally a real world a a real word scrumptious (laughs) (laughs) we are now breaking into imperial senate podcast episode 42 the musical (laughs) Time. <laughs> Charlie's at the lead. <laughs> Padme. Sorry, I'll stop. Um, <laughs> Padme, but she might not. Um, oh my god. That, that's my first pun out of the way. 
um, out pad way. Um, For all of you keeping count at home, Charlie's pun count is one. <laughs> <laughs> and if you successfully guess how many puns I made this episode, we'll send you a check in the post for two dollars. For two dollars, U.S. or are we talking? Uh... Oh no, U.K. Oh, U.K. <laughs> Yeah. UK dollars. Two UK dollars. Because <laughs> that's the thing. And not a penny. <laughs> oh, yeah, there was actually gosh. a US, there was a there was a UK dollar. Ooh. Invented in 1947. You're just making shit up now, aren't you? <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> um. But yeah, uh, Padme would love the US American. No, sh- what? <laughs> I like. Padme. <laughs> that is some seriously um, insightful comment right there. I Could like someone, Padme. <laughs> Could someone make that into like some sort of graphic? <laughs> Just Charlie sitting in the corner with his new glasses, twirling his thumbs. I like Padme. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, why don't we move on to a, a little uh, Star Wars celebration news? Oh, that's um, soon. Yeah, that's like less than a month from now, which is fine. All of you kids have to come my way, and I'm excited for you to enjoy the chill of the Windy City. But um, the Star Wars Episode Nine panel has been announced for Friday, April 12th on the Celebration stage, and it will be live-streamed to the Overflow crowds on both the Galaxy and Twin Sun stages. And as of now, only Kathleen Kennedy and J.J. Abrams have been announced to be appearing on the panel, but... Surely in the coming weeks, there will be plenty more names announced and probably some surprise guests as well. And I hope I can get my butt into a seat in that panel. I'm very excited. And then also... I mean, oh, yeah, go ahead. I mean, fingers crossed. Um, we don't know what exactly is happening with the... Is there going to be an overnight or stuff? I think we'll find out some stuff this week it seems reasonable to expect that i heard that there's gonna be some big news this week but hopefully um, it's some celebration news or some you know title (laughs) i don't know what you're talking about (laughs) i mean i don't know i still i mean i'm hearing i'm hearing a lot of people kind of giving up hope on hearing the title of episode nine until until celebration i've heard a lot of people saying yeah at this point it's just going to come out at celebration but i still think that's really weird i feel like it would get leaked before then you know i don't know this is jj daddy abrams in charge claire (laughs) there would be no episode nine merchandise available at star wars celebration until after the friday panel i feel like that's not gonna be a thing i feel like if they could jj would freeze every cast member in carbonite until the film came out. <laughs> you gotta keep that mystery box closed, cast members. They gotta, they gotta put their premiere outfits on. Like, before Ooh. they go in. They freeze them. Then they... Un- I guess they'll release them a few days early. Because, you know. Gotta get rid of that blindness for a bit. The blindness? And- <laughs> the hibernation sickness? Yeah. Hibernation oh sickness. I decide we'll return in time. Adam Driver's like, help me. <laughs> <laughs> Who are you? JJ Abrams. <laughs> Come on, JJ Abrams, somebody who loves you. <laughs> you don't love me, you looked me away. <laughs> oh my gosh. But anyway, speaking of locking people away, um 
what? <laughs> Where are you going with that one, man? <laughs> oh my god. Uh, Do some confessions? No. Or what? <laughs> Locking people away in the convention center, which will be at Celebration, we have lots of cool names. Yeah. Popping up. There's lots wanna... of... Yeah, there's lots of Celebration guests since we've last recorded. We got Paul Bettany coming. Of course, he plays the handsome and terrifying Dryden Voss from Solo. We've got Riz Ahmed, Bodhi Rook from Rogue One, Hermione Corfield, who is Tally. Ugh, beautiful, wonderful Tally from The Last Jedi. Forrest Whitaker's coming. Of course, Saw Gerrera in Rogue One and Rebels. Aaron Kellyman, yes. Enfys Nest from Solo. And then... Uh, we have Katie Sackoff, who plays Bo-Katan in Clone Wars and Rebels. Matt Denton-Lee, Towersy, and Josh Lee of the Droid Builders are coming. And then, uh, let me see. Oh, Hugh Corshi, Corshi Panaka, which I'm excited about. I've been thinking about him a lot because of uh, Queen Shadow. And last, but absolutely, certainly not least, Ahmed freaking best, the one and only... Jar Jar Binks is coming. And that's so exciting. You're ready for Binks? Yeah, dude, I'm so ready for Binks. I'm going to cry. I'm not even joking. Seeing Ahmed back in the Star Wars setting, and if he gets as warm of a welcome as I expect and hope he will, I'm going to be an emotional wreck on the dang floor. I'm going to be done. You can I mean, are you going to cry, Claire? I mean, the sky is blue, so yes, I will cry. <laughs> is it? Um, that would be yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm just glad he's going to be there because he I'm deserves so the the amount of applause. If it's anything like Hayden was last time, yeah, it's going to be tremendous to see that him smile and you know. I'm just, he, he deserves this. He so deserves it. More than anyone, I think. Yeah. And and I I can officially eat my words because this whole time I've been saying, I'd love it if he came, but he's not going to come. And he's coming. And I will, I'm very happily surprised by that. And, uh, you know, I hope we get, um, although it hasn't been announced, I hope we get a little, um, if not, a performance of his one-man show that he's been working on, maybe just like a panel of him talking about being Jar Jar Binks and a panel of him talking about his experiences in this one-man show because I would sit there for hours and listen to Ahmed Best talk about his life and and he's he's got so much to say and so many people could learn so much from him. I mean, he's like, as much as he's not recognized for it, he's like the father of motion capture performance <laughs> like you know it's he's he's got a lot to say so i hope that he gets um plenty of time behind a microphone so that he can share his experiences with us i'd really love a like an ilm sort of discussion with him because he's so, he pushed so much in that terms of you know, creating that character i think that would be a whole interesting panel it'd Maybe be amazing like a retrospective talk as well for sure. Like any panel that he, I mean, pop him on any panel. I'll be, I'll try and get my butt there no matter what. But yeah, I'm excited. Is there a, which other than, I mean, obviously Ahmed Best, uh, which of these uh, 
newly announced guests are you most or would you most like to meet? Ooh. Hmm. Hmm. Do you know what? I have to say, I was excited to see that. Um, to be honest, I was excited to see that actually Forrest Whitaker's coming back because yeah. he doesn't really have to come back. Like, Rebels is finished. Rogue One, he died. Spoiler alert. Um, what? Uh, whoops. Um, oh my god. But yeah, he's coming back. That It's just so good to see him. Do you know what would be crazy? What if he appeared in uh, Clone Wars? Oh my god. <laughs> okay. The Clone Wars. Hmm. Onderon's gonna come back with the Siege of Mandalore, maybe? <laughs> nah, probably not. But, hey, it'd be crazy. Crazy shenanigans. What I, uh, I gotta say, I am really, really excited about Aaron Kellyman. Coming. Yes, that's yeah, that's interesting. She's, I mean, she's a groundbreaking character, and obviously, yeah. I, I, I'm, I'm guessing she must have heard the response to all that stuff. Um, I hope so because, come on, she's in in such a short amount of FaceTime with her. She was easily one of the most captivating people in all of Solo. Mm. She she just stole every second on screen, and she's fascinating and she got no promotion just to not to spoil the surprise before solo it's time that she gets that i want to hear about her experience about being a young actress in a freaking star wars movie and and really not being able to talk about it you know like ah and all of the stunt training she must have done and that oh i'm i i might I might go and get an autograph from Erin Kellyman because she's she fascinates me. I want to hear more from her. That would be kind of cool. I mean, go for it. You should definitely go for it. Um, yeah, I don't know who else I would. Um, Hugh Quashie would be a fun, interesting talk. I wonder what his opinion on all this is. Yeah, I wonder if he's going to be on the Phantom Menace panel since we don't really know who's going to be part of it. It makes sense. I, I feel like so. he'd show up and be like, hey, remember me? Yeah, he's like, how, mu- how much? And then he walks off stage and have to replace him with uh, Tycho. There would be so perfect. Put the eye patch on. <laughs> Leave me alone. Put the eye patch on. <laughs> um, oh, God. Yeah, uh, Hermione Caulfield is pretty cool. I love Tally Lintra. Um, and I feel like I, I know more about her since I play her every time on the uh, Battlefront 2, but... <laughs> Tally's your girl. Yeah, I I like her. I I loved Tally in the short time that we got her, and I was pissed when they done blowed her up. So it's okay. I'll get over it one day. But I'm excited to see that she gets to to talk about that experience too, and and bask in the Star Warsness. And now that people know who she is, you know, dude, celebration's so good. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's like a lot of cool. I think one of the best things that Disney Star Wars has done is create more characters in the Rebellion and expanded that idea a bit further. And we actually do get to see different people from different backgrounds, you know, becoming a part of this thing. Um, and certainly her character is part of that. Even like Katie Sackhoff, you know, Bo-Katan is part of that as well. Um, yeah, a lot, a lot of these characters are just so Im- important to this whole thing. So it's interesting to see all the actors come back. And it's just great just to see more people 
Riz Ahmed. Oh, cool. he's such a cool human I just, being. Oh, I'd just love to pick his brain, too. I mean... Yeah, I, you know, for, for me personally, I always just assume if you're a big name, the, the likelihood of you going is less. So to see that these people... It's like it's changed slightly, that, that, that people recognise that there's this, you know, atmosphere to it all. Also, should we mention the fact that Oscar Isaac was pretty much yeah, <laughs> Yeah, I mean, Celebration hasn't announced it, but it's it's pretty much known. <laughs> yeah, I think it was a talk of MTV, if I'm correct. For the new, because he's doing that new Netflix film with uh, the Mandalorians, Pedro Pascal, yeah. who I assume would be there as Triple well. Triple Frontier, um, right? Yeah, that's right. So, I mean, he's such a dork, and you can tell that they enjoy that so much. So, I, I'm excited for that. If I get, to, like, I, I think I mentioned this on Twitter, but if I got to interview any person, it'd be Oscar Isaac, and my one question would be, "Can I have a hug?" <laughs> I mean, what other questions I mean, need to be asked? <laughs> but I'll do it seriously. I don't want to, like, you know, make a mockery of the whole Of thing. course not. I'll be like, hello, Oscar. I'm so, I'm so glad to see you here. You're having so much fun at this convention. Can I have a hug? <laughs> Thank you, Oscar. I sh- good luck with the film. Good luck with the Star Wars. <laughs> Your hair smells nice. Oh, I bet his hair does smell nice. Right? He looks like his hair smells nice. I feel like I would just nest in his beard. Ooh. Make a, make a little house myself and just stay there forever. Make a little house. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Every now and then I just put my head out of the little beard. Hello. Oh my god. I'm imagining you, but like the body of like a baby bird. Just poking your little beep. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> you want, I want him to feed me past Feed me. Wait, what? Feed me your beard scraps, Oscar Isaac. <laughs> Beard scraps with Oscar Isaac. Yum, that'd be great. It's one sweet he, treat. It's like a, it's like a talk show where he just feeds you with his beard. His beard scraps. <laughs> he just edges it and stuff falls in your mouth. Mmm. Mmm. Harry. We're so weird. <laughs> What's wrong with us? Are we okay? I don't know. <laughs> Also, I have to say, like, all these posts about, like, it being the final, like, I know Oscar Isaac was saying stuff like, this is the final, it's the final, I know we had this with episode three, but actually part of me is starting to think, Christ, is this, is this actually the last part of it? I mean, there's going to be more Star Wars stories, but there's something about this saga that's so important. And yeah. It does feel a bit, there seems to be a bit of finality to it all. The fact that, like, and the droid builders as well, like, imagine they're... I'm just so intrigued by their journey. How the fact that Celebration, which of course is celebrating its 20th year as well, they started from going to Celebration, getting found, then basically creating this amazing new trilogy that inspired loads of kids. I mean, just think about BB-8 by itself. BB freaking 8, we're, yeah. We're so we're so used to it now. And even BB-8 was like first appeared in Comic-Con, or like came out in Comic-Con as the actual droid itself. I will never forget that moment when BB-8 rolled out and I saw the video of BB-8 rolling and and being real. I nearly, I like fell out of my chair and like started crying. I was like, this is the most incredible science nonsense. Oh my God, he's real. I can <laughs> hug him. He can roll around next to me. Oh my God. Baby, and I just will, ne- and also I'll never forget that that was one of the 
biggest impressions that The Force Awakens had on me was every time BB-8 came on screen, because going in, you're like, okay, this droid is either going to suck or he's going to be the greatest thing I've ever seen in my life. And I like melted into my chair every time he was on screen. He just was delightful. And the, the droid builders, fans, they're huge fans that that made that happen and made this character that's just so important to the fabric of Star Wars now and this model of droid that has become so important to sequel storytelling, you know, and Resistance and, and Last Jedi having new models of BB units. And it's awesome. Like, fans did that. That's so cool. It's... It's so magical, and I think that's the coolest part about this whole thing, is that it's kind of like a love project between both the fans and people. But, um, but yeah, I, I, I love it. It's fun. And I'm just excited to see everyone, to be honest. Yeah. I'm, in your head, you're like, oh yeah, I want to see this, 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 but by the time you get to Celebration, you're just blown away, blown away by everything. I remember last Celebration, there was a dude near the... S, um, Star Wars Underworld booth doing a charity, um, like a charity run on a treadmill in a stormtrooper. Yeah, I remember him. And I was like, "Of course, I'm giving you money. Like, this is you're, you're, what is this? This is amazing." Your fans using Star Wars for a great cause for your own in your own creative way and celebrating and just giving back. It's celebration, so cool, man, and just. I'm so excited. I can't believe it's almost here and and just talking to people recently and 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 just realizing how many people I haven't seen in 2 years that I get to see again and just like have the best time ever with. Like it's just a whole bunch of feel good happening right now. It's a good bottle of feel good. It is. It's a real good bottle of feel good. And so and knowing how many people I met in such a short period of time last celebration and how many more I'm going to meet this time. Just like new people I've started interacting with since then. I'm so excited right now. I just, my energy was like zero when we started this podcast and now I'm at a solid five. <laughs> let's keep going. <laughs> I, yeah, like, let's keep the positivity going, ignore the negativity and keep at it. Yeah. Um, yes, please. Speaking of events that revolves around Star Wars and long lines, <laughs> Galaxy's Edge. Woo! That's a thing. What do we think about that? Galaxy's Edge is 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 going to be exciting. There's a they've announced a panel for Galaxy's Edge on Saturday, April thirteenth, on the celebration at the on the celebration stage, where uh, both members of Digi Disney's Imagineering team and Lucasfilm. We'll be revealing more information about the park and answering fan questions. And um, they also announced, since we last talked, that Galaxy's Edge will be opening in Disneyland, California on May 31st and in Disney World in Florida on August 29th, which is a lot sooner than I thought it would be. Oh, my Lord. <laughs> Galaxy's they must seem pretty confident. Yeah, they, they must be ahead of schedule because I thought it wasn't coming out to like the end of the year or close to it well that means that Jojo Rod is not in charge of building it that is that is very true <laughs> you can't count on that guy to do anything on time <laughs> Bob Iger's coming here that is correct I'm not gonna lie <laughs> I'm not gonna lie there's this 
kid I went to high school with, or not high school, to college with, whose name was Jared, and it was spelled like, <laughs> and it was spelled like Jared, and it always made me laugh because when he was, when he would always show up late for things, and I call him that, and he never got the joke, and I never bothered to explain it to him. So now, whenever I think of him, I think of Jared from college who never showed up on time to rehearsal. <laughs> <laughs> did he, so he didn't he didn't double with it he didn't he never did he got there eventually my god <laughs> at least you can at least you can count on on the moth to get it done eventually but no no i mean <laughs> i'm just glad that disney didn't hire him and that we got some definitely well it's, it's are you going to be going to get access edge at any point i know i will um I know I will at some point. Um, I've never been to Disney in California, so I feel like maybe I should go there. But um, I've been to Disneyland in Florida several times. And um, I I mean, I'm going to go, but I have no idea when I'd be able to. And then on top of that, how many days can I block off to go do this? Because it's going to be so crazy and so packed for such a long time that... I'm probably not going to be able to, like, mm. see anything, you know? I'm just going to be waiting in line for rides and stuff the whole time. Um, and I, I'd want to make sure I allot enough time to really get the experience. And, um, yeah, got to make sure I got the money set aside and the time. And <laughs> But I I cannot wait. I'm Yeah, I need to also pick the right people to go with. Um, I can't go with like my family or siblings because they'll just make fun of me for crying and everything. Like, I'm in this Star Wars movie, but it's real. So I don't want to uh, make a fool of myself in front of somebody that won't be okay with me doing that. You know, I need to be in a comfortable yeah. environment. <laughs> a safe environment. I do, but you know, one of these days. But yeah, you want to spend all those time in lines as well. Otherwise, the only Star Wars experience you'll get is being a stormtrooper when the Emperor arrives. <laughs> exactly. Can we move now? It's been four hours. <laughs> four hours. <laughs> My legs hurt. Um, it'd be nice to actually go one day. I've never been to Disney World or Land, so fingers crossed. You didn't get to go when you were down in Orlando for a celebration. No. Because I had my, like, final part of my course. Oh. So I had, to, I had to get back, which was a shame. Also money. But, um, yeah, that's, but that's yeah, real. <laughs> I, I was always promised as a child to go to Disney World, and that never happened. So, um... Thanks, Mom. <laughs> <laughs> they they left. They, they my parents, uh, they went to Disney World <laughs> when I was one. Oh, my God. <laughs> to get married. Wait, Rude. did they get wait, they got married at Disney World? Well they got married in Florida. Oh my gosh. Yeah, that's like, awesome. In Florida. And their honeymoon was in Florida because they went to Disney World. I was one. Oh, that's a good honeymoon. <laughs> not, not, I'm not actually <laughs> upset because they get they brought me an Ewok back, so you know. Swings and roundabouts. That's pretty legit. Also I feel like a one year old um probably doesn't get the best disney memories also having them in the florida humidity probably isn't the best for too long you know but hey who knows i'm not a parent i don't know that's that's true if i was if i was getting married if i had a kid and there's one i wouldn't want them to come with me either um uh what who, who? <laughs> what 
<laughs> I don't Who? know, man. Where are we? Um, so, yeah, I, think I don't really have much to say about Galaxy's Edge because if I'm cool. I'm glad it's ahead of schedule. <laughs> I'm excited and I can't wait. Um, oh, uh, I'm sure he won't mind me, ta- mind me talking about this, but a uh, friend of the pod, Noah Outlaw, is. Uh, it sounds like he's going to go for the opening. And so I'll maybe we'll have him on the show or something and have him talk about his experience once he goes to Galaxy's Edge in May. Live report from Batu. What was that? Live report from Batu. Yeah, dude. Yeah, absolutely. I'd love that. He'd send us in his, uh, his thoughts. Only if we can make him say Batu you at the studio. Oh my God, I love it. <laughs> He's going to hate us, but I love it. <laughs> I mean, he's, he, yeah, we're going to give him the platform so he can, he can suck it up. Um, <laughs> uh, I guess that's all we've really got this week. Apart from, I mean, there was the comments that Mark Hamill made that ruffled a few feathers, I guess. Got a bit yeah. iffy about it. That and happened. he's upset that he couldn't hang out with all the, the two members before. Which, you know, naturally made some people get really angry and, uh, like, you know, he's being honest. and But also he's, he mentioned the fact that he liked the film in the end. So that's it. That's my that's my comment on that. What about you, Claire? Yeah. You know, I... Someone asked me about this on Twitter and I cannot remember who it was, but... Um, just to kind of rehash my thoughts on that, um, if I were Mark Hamill, I would probably be upset too because these are three people that I've spent 40 years of my life very, you know, having this very special bond because of this movie that, you know, it's it's a very, very special thing to them, no matter how Harrison Ford might joke about it or groan or mumble or whatever, Um you know it's special to him too, and that is, um, and it brought those three together for this lifelong friendship that, you know, you don't always get to see in movies that in cinema, you know, that has lasted this long. And and of course, they're your two of your longest friends, and of course, you're going to be upset that you don't get to have that special on screen moment with all three of them again. I I to- I would feel the same way, and I think the thing that people like. Maybe I've got of got annoyed with a little bit, which I understand was him being him thinking that nobody cared except him that he never got that reunion with Han. Which you know what? I mean, they did, but it's it's hard to feel like you're kind of on the outside and and like the way that you wanted it to go um, wasn't the way it went. But that's fine, and I think and I know that after he saw the Last Jedi, he enjoyed it. He understood. The why they did it and and yeah of course it would have been nice to have that moment but it also it makes sense because this new trilogy we're not here to dwell on the past the new era of disney star wars needs to look forward and focus on these new characters and new stories because you can't just rehash the original trilogy forever mark and and uh harrison and Carrie weren't going to be around forever to keep telling Han, Luke, and Leia stories, and Star Wars has to branch out and become a bigger universe if it's going to survive, and that's what this trilogy is about, is is having us fall in love with these new characters with new backgrounds and new adventures, and 
And I get why he felt that way. But um, I think that he also understands why. So, eh. Also, I just don't, I just don't think there would be... I, I, I thought about this for a while. I just don't think there would be any interesting stories to tell with all three of them in the same room together. Yeah, I feel like the EU has done a lot of that. Mm. And those stories are still it. there, you know? Those are those are always going to be there. And and it's kind of a shame the weight that people put on canon and non-canon because, in my opinion, while I tend to enjoy the canon, a lot of people don't. And if the EU is your thing, um, that still exists and it's still there and it can still be your Star Wars. And you don't have to be upset about the fact that you're not getting these Han, Luke, and Leia stories in your new canon. Because you have them, too. You st- they're still there. They're not going anywhere. Um, I don't know. Yeah, chillax, basically. Yeah. It's all good, fam. Any- it's all good. The big issue... I mean, if we had like a mini animated series, that would have been cool. But Yeah. Because there's 30 years of stories you could tell with those characters. But at the same time, it's like... That's life. Yeah. And, you know, they actually made a really good point on the Sith list. I was listening to the other day and um, Raj mentioned something along the lines of, um, because I can't take credit for this, I will not claim to. He mentioned if Luke Skywalker was the same, had the same dedication as he did in Return of the Jedi, if he would, and you add 30 years onto his training and he was still in the game, there probably wouldn't be a First Order. Kylo Ren wouldn't have wouldn't have fallen and he wouldn't have you know we wouldn't have the major conflict there would be no conflict if luke skywalker was there in his prime still getting better every single day being a part of the fight he would have shut it down before we had a conflict to tell a story about for this trilogy and i think that was an excellent point to make because come on you can't tell it you can't tell a story a good story anyway if there's no conflict in it there is no conflict. <gasps> <laughs> Not here. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think that. Yeah, that's a great way actually to put it. Um, that hits the nail on the head. I think personally, I like what we've got. I think. In fact, I was watching because I've caught up with Resistance guys. Whoop 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 whoop! Indeed, um, yay! Indeed, yeah. So I've caught up with Resistance. I am. I did. I literally cried after the last episode. Yeah, dude, that was so good. I was so emotional because there's a lot of people. This is the. Can we just talk about? Okay, like, like cut a point. Spoiler alert for last week's episode of Resistance. I guess we can just talk about it now. Spoilers, spoilers, um, spoilers. Here, go. So the Hosnian thing. Like, there's a lot of people that keep shitting on it. Like, oh, Hosnian. Like nobody really cared about it until we met Kaz. I did. I did too. Yeah. <laughs> We saw like, we saw the fear in the eyes of a large number of people that just get blown up. <laughs> like, it's mass ge- mass genocide. Yeah. Just because I don't know who Derek is from fucking Hosnian Four doesn't mean I don't feel for his life. Exactly. <laughs> um, like if you sit there and and know objectively that this ho- you see the faces of these people and you see the planets explode, how do you not just have a moment of? <gasps> Oh my god! Of course, yeah, and I see a lot of people saying stuff like, "Oh, but we know because it's Leia was we know Leia, so Alderaan, we feel it more." But when he met Leia like famous before that, yeah, exactly. So it, it seems like an odd, 
comparison. But I do I do agree like when there's an emotional connection to a character that we've grown to love, obviously it adds extra uh gravity to that whole thing, which is what we've got with Kaz. But that's just cuz but that's just extra storytelling. That's not necessarily a a slight on. I know people go oh, it's just like a new hope. Yeah, cuz it's Star Wars and that's what they do. Like it's <laughs> Yeah, that's just my little rant out of the way. George says it rhymes, man. George says it rhymes. It it rhymes. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. Um, Thank you, George, for making my point. Get out of here. Okay. (laughs) He just ran out on the tall top. I want one. I guess... George, you got to get the tall back. Okay. Um... Um... Was that English? Mm. Was that English, George? Are you speaking Hatties no, over that, there? That was me doing a tonton noise. Oh, okay. My bad. My bad. Sorry, George. <laughs> there we go. Your, your tonton sounds suspiciously like George Lucas. Or do we have like a chimera situation <laughs> going on over here? Maybe they had a child, Claire. We don't know. You're right. You're right. Stop judging. I would never. I would never do such a thing. Saying hotties and you know, Ugh. oh my gosh! But anyway, yeah, what we're, made we're you gonna... moist in Star Wars this week. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! I uh, let's see. I've got, I've got two things that I'd like to mention. Um, oh yeah! Oh yeah! Um. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Um, the first one is, um, <laughs> sorry, is that, uh, is finding out about Ahmed Best coming. That was the biggest, most exciting one for me is that he's going to be at celebration and I'm ignoring the fact that how dirty that first sentence sounded. So don't you dare, Charlie, I'm not even gonna, um, so <laughs> Ahmed Best, that announcement, that was, that was one. And then the other, um, shameless plug is it's a part shameless plug um part you know just me enjoying star wars and chatting with people as i had a lovely chat with josh chapman on star wars spelt out and and i'm excited that i get to spend more time with with him and the rest of the australian star wars crowd because i had a delightful chat with him and i cannot wait to share a beer with that man so that was the other thing is i had a very moist chat about Star Wars and about Celebration and Chicago and Salacious Crumb. So what else could you want, man? He's a good egg. He's a really good egg, man. If you guys get the opportunity I mean, to meet him, go do it. Because he's just delightful. That's the only word that, like, really... That applies best. Is He's just delightful. We'll have him, we'll have him on soon, I think. Yeah, we should, we'll man. He's awesome. We really should play some music as well when we do our moist segment. Yeah, what, what's, what kind of moist music... Would you? What? What is the moistest music in Star Wars? How about that conversation? About, about some romantic music, though. Oh my freaking lord! <laughs> Nothing's moister than a sax solo. So Claire, should um, do my ASMR voice. <laughs> hey Claire. Oh Jesus. Basically, uh, made me uh, moist this week was. Um, oh Jesus, having us some sweet sax in your ear holes. Mm. <laughs> sorry, sorry, I had to do it. <laughs> so, so Claire, Charlie, what made me moist this week was um, I 
music. God, I don't like that you're breathing into the microphone. It makes me nervous, man. <laughs> oh, God. I'm dying. Oh, God. Maybe we shouldn't do Maybe that. Maybe not. I was scared. I didn't like where that one went. That one, that one freed me out a little bit. <laughs> it's I'm okay. Sorry. I'll forgive you. like a menace. Time. I mean, you are. Uh, Phantom. Mm. I hate myself. I'm not even going to finish that sentence. I'm sorry. Why could I? I think it's like such a clone. The attack of the clones. That's, that's... Okay, at least mine was better than that. Was it though? <laughs> it. I mean, yeah. Mm. I didn't force it, Charlie. <laughs> Don't. Oh my god. Okay, maybe... <laughs> Maybe we shouldn't wrap this up before I say anything else stupid. Cut, cut, <laughs> cut that out. Um. <laughs> the Imperial Senate podcast. Just cut that out. Cut this entire Please. episode out. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> Getting hot under the cover. Uh, no, not color. Mm. Shit. Hmm. Color? Did you say color or collar? Hot under the color, Claire. <laughs> I don't know. It sounded like you said color. Okay, whatever. Accents are weird. Where can people follow us on? Charlie, you can. I'm not going to do that. You can follow the podcast <laughs> at Imp Senate Pod on Twitter, at Imperial Senate Pod on Instagram. You can like us on Facebook for show updates and other cool stuff. If you ever feel like sending in a question or voicemail, you can send it to Imperial Senate Podcast at gmail.com. You can get some sweet swag from tpublic.com forward slash user forward slash the Imperial Senate podcast. You can become a patron on our Patreon page because that's pretty cool. And we got some content coming up there very soon. Sizzle, 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 sizzle. <laughs> Ooh. And uh, if you play Star Wars Battlefront 2 on PlayStation Network, you can join our community group. So just search our name and uh, join. We'll let you in. You like Star Wars? We like Star Wars. Let's play. Let's play some Star Wars. Um... But Charlie, where can we keep up with you online? Well, Claire, I'm glad you asked. Yep. Um, basically, you can follow me on Twitter at cmwashby. That's cmwashby. Uh, that's it. <laughs> All right, <laughs> that was that was exciting. <laughs> that's my radio. That's my radio. Voice. Oh, I liked it. That was good. Here, I'll I'll try one. You can follow. I can't do it. You can follow Nikki online at on Twitter at Nikuishus, N-A-Q-U-I-C-I-O-U-S. You can follow Kristen on Twitter and Instagram at Kristen K. Bates. And uh, you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Seastribs. And uh, yeah, that's, that's, pretty much, that's pretty much it for this week. you have any other last thoughts for us, Charlie? Okay, great. Thanks, Cloud. Next, it's uh, Rhythm of the Night. Oh, God, please don't make Rhythm of the Night our outro music for this episode. Oh, <laughs> uh, okay. Um, how, about, how, about, how about I end the episode with a, with a game? With a game? Mm. What kind of game? If I make you laugh, we get to end the episode. All right, but I don't know if you're ever going to be able to do that one, because I'm definitely not easy to make laugh at all. Okay, you ready? Yeah, I'm ready.
the uh, Lego Yoda death sound. <laughs> oh my god, it scared me so much! <laughs> And now that my heart has stopped, we should probably end the episode. <laughs> oh, God. So, um, <laughs> so thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Imperial Senate podcast for some reason. And, uh, <laughs> and um, the force will be with you always. <laughs> and, don't, and don't forget. <laughs> I can't deal with you. Sorry. Dissolve the council permanently. The last remnant.